What's good? Yo, yo, yo. Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. We are back, baby. Woo! Welcome back to another edition of the Cruising Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Cruz. And today is September 8th. And it's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Yeah. Going up. On a Tuesday, yeah, but but uh, hey, welcome back to another edition of the Cruiser Podcast. Um, look, a lot has gone on since the last episode. I'm back now, yeah, I'm from my hiatus. I needed to, you know, chill out for a second, get my energy back, and now it's back, baby. Woo! Okay, let me let me chill out for a second. But no, but sir, thank you guys so much. Um, if you are listening right now. Or wherever you're listening to, to my European fans, to my uh, to my United States fans, to my Asian fans, to to, to my Pacific Islander fans, everybody, I'd like to say thank you guys so much for being supportive, and thank you guys so much for being here. And where you can find the Cruising Podcast is on YouTube at Cruising Podcast, also on Apple Apple Podcasts, which is once again Cruising Podcast. And then also uh, on Anchor.fm and on Stitcher and all the rest of that cool stuff. That's where you can find the Cruising Podcast. So, what? Let's get into it, man. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah. Where you can find the latest updates of the you know Cruising Podcast is on Instagram at <laughs> at Cruising Podcast. I'm gonna keep it, keep saying the word because it's gonna be ingrained in your brain. And then uh, also um, on Twitter at uh, Nice Town Finest, where you can find all updates of the Cruising Podcast. And also my Twitch, where you can, you know, watch me play some video games, talk some shit, and do what we gotta do, baby! Okay, so, today, well, last week, shit, was it last week? Yeah, it was last week. Last week was a very, very tough week. Very tough week for all of us. As, you know, I mean all of us. Not just black culture, not just, you know, Americans, not this, that, and third. All of us. It was a tough fucking week. And I'm going to say why it was. First. First of all, rest in peace, Chadwick, Chadwick Bozeman. You were an inspiration to us all. Your private battle with cancer. You, you like, First of all, whoever your crew is or whoever's around you, yo, those are people we need to be inspiring to, ha- inspiring to having around us. Because at any point, when he, especially when those pictures came out where he was like really skinny and frail, pretty much his last little pictures, his last pictures that he had, and you know people were going in, and still no one said, you know, hey asshole, he's going through he's going through stage four chemotherapy for colon cancer. He's in stage four, you know, and for people to be that strong around him is amazing. First of all, second of all. I want to say thank you to Chadwick Boseman. I know you probably, I, I know you probably looking over your family right now or wherever. If you if you hear this wherever you at, you listen. You were an inspiration not just to young children, but also to grown up black adults, grown grown black adults to teenagers to everybody. You were you were an inspiration because you had. Five movies come out while you were fighting cancer. And four of them were very high action-packed movies. You know, and you gave us classics. 
Classics. Think about this. Some of the highest grossing movies of all time, he was in Infinity War, Endgame. You know, he was the first guy to come back from, oh, I'm sorry, spoiler in three, two, one. <laughs> he was one of the first people to come back after the snap. He was one of the first people we saw. And also the first other person or person that we heard was another black uh, superhero, which his name was Falcon. On your left, baby. We on your left. And, you know, but I want to say, man, you brought an inspiration to everyone. You gave people a chance to see our heroes um, on film, which is Jackie Robinson. You know, 42 was probably the main one that people know you for, like, to begin it before Black Panther. And I just want people, like, I used to, my grandfather used to tell me stories, endless stories about Jackie Robinson. You know, in especially his Negro League days, it was amazing to listen to these stories and then to see it played out on film. Because this is how, really, history right now is being consumed, is through movies and TV shows. Not many people, you know, this is the best way to learn about you know, historical figures, even though some parts of it is kind of, can be, can be fabricate, fabricated to make the movie a lot more dramatic and shit. He still gave us a chance to see this, not watch old timey 1950 videos of him hitting home runs and stealing bases and, you know, being called, you know, all types of fucking words while playing baseball, playing the sport. And, I'm so happy that he gave us a chance to see Jackie Robertson, Thurgood Marshall, um, um, James Brown. You know, he also did a very good job in the name. Um, and, um, oh my gosh, something about a king. I forgot what it was. Message from a king. Message from the king. And then also 21 Bridges. And then he gave us our first, <clears throat> sorry, then he gave us one of the most influential superheroes of all time right now which is black panther i'm not going to say he's the first black superhero because that good that distinguishment goes to wesley snipes and his portrayal of blade now how many kids saw blade not a lot of them but what people don't understand what he did with black panther was this people that never watched comic book movies i know i said this probably before on this podcast but i'm gonna say it again People that watched, that don't watch comic book movies, watch Black Panther. People that had nothing to do with a comic book, not, not probably never even picked up a comic book in a life, were going in droves to go see Black Panther. Droves. Like, I saw nothing on my Facebook. When Black Panther first came out, I saw nothing on Facebook, because I, that's practically most of what i use but on facebook i saw nothing but people wearing daishikis and all the african garbs and stuff like that to go watch a movie about a superhero an african uh, a black superhero and it was amazing to watch it was amazing to see and then also not just you know young black kids and older black men and women got to see the black superhero on film, but everyone else did too. And he transcended cultures. So 
that's why, oh man, at some point I was like, man, you had to be tired of doing that Wakanda forever, man. Like, everybody everybody walks up to you, you gotta do this. Alright, but what he did in the short time that he had on this earth is amazing. He was going to children's hospitals and, you know, training to become, he was doing martial arts training. He was He was doing all these things. Before he passed away. In three, what, four years? Five years, something like that? <clears throat> he was fighting this. And still doing things. And still doing big fucking things. And that should be an inspiration to all of us. Not just black people. To all of us. That we can do so much in such little time. So much change, so much good change can happen in such little time. And that's that that's that's the message that we need to get out of this. That's the message. Is that man, we got we got we got a lot of time, but also a short amount of time. And we can be the spark to change the change things for the better. So that's all I'm saying. That, that's all I'm you know, I'm so happy that he gave us this this opportunity to see this. So I want to say, rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman. You you were an amazing actor and probably even more amazing amazing person. You were a great person and a great inspiration to us all. And I appreciate you for your 43 years on Earth, which you did for us. As the human race. Thank you. Thank you so much. So. Now. Let's go back to. The, now. Let's talk about some things man. I, I I just wanted to get this off my chest a little bit. We're going to stay, stick with black culture stuff right now. Listen. I'm going to stick with this. There's a show on HBO. That. People aren't talking about. But need to be talking about. And that's Lovecraft Country. Woo! <laughs> if Watchmen had monsters, this was this is the this is the show. Not only are they tackling social justice stuff back in the 1950s during uh, the Korean War, but <clears throat> we also have Lovecraftian monsters. Just in case people don't know, H.P. Lovecraft was very famous for having supernatural and big monsters in his books. And they are mixing up those monsters and those witches and stuff like that with black social issues going on in 19, you know, segregation in the 1950s. And I'm talking about Chicago 1950s. I'm not talking about, you know, the, the you know, the, uh, the the South. We're talking about Chicago with the separation of blacks and whites. And this mo and this show has really done a great job with the mixing and matching of the monsters of Lovecraft and the the the, the social justice reform. Okay, the social justice uh the social justice angle during uh the 1950s and i i'm very excited to see how much more like the storyline's fantastic the um 
the action that we've gotten so far is great. The lore, if you know the lore of H.P. Lovecraft, then you will understand more about this show. But if you don't, you don't even need to do that part of the story, and the show is that good. HBO does a great job with these type shows. Think about it. Watchmen was is one of the greatest shows of all time. And that was only one fucking season. But this show, um, four episodes at deep, and I really haven't seen a bad one yet. They have done a great job with this. It's very exciting. I hope you guys go out and watch it. It's, oh man, it's on HBO. I know a lot of people don't have HBO and don't use HBO because the man owns it. But no, this show is very, <clears throat> very well done. And once again, we're going to stick with the, we're going to stick with, we got, we're going to stick with this a little bit. Power Book 2 Ghosts came out on Sunday. I have my reservations about this show. Because if you're going to base it off of Tyreek, Tariq, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't. I don't like that. I. I but we're gonna get. I wonder if they're doing like anthology type seasons. So like this season is gonna be about Tariq. Next season is gonna be about. Uh, well, you know, might go to Tommy Egan or uh or uh Tate or uh yeah Tate's. I think Tate was supposed to be the next one after this. I think they're doing like that type of type of deal. This isn't gonna be a full series. It's gonna just be a spinoff season. And then they're going to do another spinoff season. If they're just doing this, I don't see this. I don't see if they, they want to make sure. To me, there needs to just be one season of this. We need to see what happens with Tariq after Ghost's demise. After it, it, Oh, my bad. Three, two, <laughs> one. Sorry, spoiler here. Spoilers coming up in three, two, and one. Uh, Tariq was the one, as we found out late, later, in the, uh, as we found out for the final episode of the original Power ser series, was the one to shoot, uh, Ghost, and his mom, Tasha, took the rap for it, or is trying to take the rap for it, and now we're at a point where it just seems like they're, they're saturating this storyline. I just want to see Tommy and uh, and Callie. I, so I, don't, I don't know about anybody else, but I want to see that part of the story. So I'm kind of I'm very excited to see what more from the other spinoffs they got too. Because this, this I don't know about the storyline with Tariq. Like unless we're we're ending it off, this like the first episode was like all right, uh, maybe he can hold the show, maybe not. I don't know if he can hold the show by himself. They're trying to bring in sacks and stuff. I'm just like, I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't like it. I don't like it not one bit. I, I want to stick with it because I've been watching Power since literally episode one. When it first came out, I've been watching Power. So I'm going to stick with it. Um, but uh, episode one was a little little shaky for me. L little shaky. Mary J. Blige coming in was not too bad. Um, but... Ooh, doggy. I don't know, man. I don't know. But, alright, next one. Next show I've been watching. Well, just finished watching. It's a couple Netflix shows. Actually, next couple of shows, Netflix shows. The first one I want to talk about is Umbrella Academy, season two. It was slow. Like, I'm not going to lie. 
It was slow to be in the beginning. I'm like, yeah, all right, cool. We're saving the world. The world's y'all. Y'all about to end the world again? Like, what the fuck are y'all doing? Every time y'all walk around, y'all try to end the world. I just don't understand it. And then the action picks up. It picks up, and then the final episode of this season, we find out Diego had a power that I didn't even know Diego had. I wasn't ready for Diego to have this power, and. Like, I don't think anybody else knew he had this power, by the way. Everybody else was more surprised about, about Diego than anything else. But I think the action was done very well for this show. Um, It seemed like they didn't want to overpower uh, Vanya again, like they, like they did last season. They made her not... They made her almost powerless in, because of the, another... Because of another uh, person, of course, there were like what over a hundred kids born on the same day at the same time. Of course, uh, quite a few of them, uh, all of them, should have powers at some point. So I can't wait till we meet some more of the kids that were born at this time. Um, sorry, but this season, to me, the beginning of it—if you can get through the beginning of this season—I think that. There's a huge payoff at the end of it. There's a huge payoff. That's how I feel. It's a huge payoff for it. Um, yeah, that's, that's all I can really say about Umbrella Academy. Then Lucifer. Um, I think we're at the first part of season five because it's supposed to be two parts for season five. We're at the first part. Tom Ellis. I don't know why he's not in more stuff. I know he's probably he's most known for Lucifer. But if he doesn't get more acting roles after this, I'm going to be very fucking upset. I'm going to be very upset. Because this dude is such a great actor. What? He got to play a twin brother. Which, you know, he's Lucifer. And then we also got... If you haven't seen the previews to it, that's your fault. The previews gave us way too much information. I wish they didn't give us like, all right, well, his twin brother, Michael, was here. Damn, man, y'all made Michael like this? But... <clears throat> Oh, give me two seconds. Hold on. Let me do something real quick. <coughs> Woo! I needed that. Everything's unedited. This is, hey, man, I had to do... <coughs> Woo! I need some water. Well, if my throat was... I'm not used to this. I'm not used to doing this again. You know? <clears throat> Goodness gracious. All right. What is that noise? Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Cool. We're good. All right. So, uh, the, the acting that he did between him being Michael and then him being Lucifer. <sighs> great job. The storyline to this last season was actually done very well. Very well. Um, I'm, I, you know, we're dealing with, um, um, not Asmodel. Uh, what the fuck is his name? We're, we're dealing with Maze, first of all. Maze is dealing with her emotions, um, does actually, or lack thereof emotions. Um, Lucifer, you know, is dealing with his love for, um, for the, for the detective, you know, and, um, <clears throat> Officer Douche. <laughs> Uh, he hasn't called him that in so long, but Officer Douche is, um, he, you know, he, he's dealing with, you know, self-help stuff and the death of, still dealing with the death of, um, his girlfriend 
from uh what two seasons ago now? Damn, he's still dealing with that shit. But yeah, he's still dealing with that. Um, oh my gosh, it's been so a meta deal. Thank you, a meta deal going into fatherhood, and he's doing it like he's trying to his funny moments with him as a father, and then also Lucifer as you know the uncle doing big things. You know what I'm saying? Because us uncles need to do big things. You know that's what we do, dog. We do big things, do great things. And um, <clears throat> goodness gracious, my voice is almost gone. That's that's crazy. Sorry guys, I'm gonna drink some water real quick. Ah, let's go. Tasty. All right. So um, yeah, but this season was actually done to me very well. It's one of the better seasons of the show, and I definitely advise anybody to watch the first part of season. Five. Rest season five, Andrew. Come on, get your life together. <sighs> okay, there we go. Woo! I've done a lot of TV watching, so we're gonna we're <laughs> I'm trying to like throw things in. <laughs> Woo! Alright, so uh right now big things are happening uh for DC. Uh DC fan DC fandom happened a couple weeks ago also. And we got a very good let me tell y'all something. Robert Pattinson is going to kill it as Batman. Robert Pattinson's a very good Batman. He, he He's bringing a different energy to it. A darker, very much darker energy to it. And you can already tell that it was going to be this way because, as everybody might not know or everybody does know, like the, the, the Batman symbol that he has is made of the gun that killed his parents on, in Crime Out. That's... The bat symbol <clears throat> on his on his chest. So if you don't think this shit's about to be real fucking dark, it's gonna be real fucking dark. And um the the teaser not the teaser, but the trailer. They're not even done with the movie, but they came out with a trailer. Woo! I mean, I'm excited to watch this. Because Paul Dano as the Riddler is a almost perfect. Almost perfect casting and i really hope that he pulls it off it looks like that, that we're going to go through a hush storyline where he's going to be hush we'll see because he's he's wearing a little mask thing around him and then colin farrow i didn't even know i saw colin farrow in the trailer as penguin he looks unrecognizable it's amazing and Robert Lord Taylor should get all the credit for his portrayal of Penguin in the Gotham series. Because I think if he doesn't portray Penguin as a skinny, just weird guy that that just likes to kill people, then I don't think Colin Farrell would even have this role. They would probably look at another Danny DeVito type type deal. But to just have Penguin as just really the way he walks or the way he is makes it so much makes it easier to cast other people and Colin Farrow was unrecognizable though then whatever makeup they put on him was whoever the makeup people is for this wow that's amazing they didn't show um Lenny Kravitz's door oh, is it Zoe Kravitz yeah Zoe Kravitz they didn't show her as Catwoman or Selena Kyle I don't think they did they really showed Robert Pattinson really beat the shit out of somebody just for asking who he was like, who are you? What? Let me grab this motherfucker. Bop, 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 bop. All right. 
That's who I am, bitch. I'm Batman, motherfucker. That's what that's, that's what he should have said. If I was him, I would be like Batman, bitch. And then uh, I I wonder if they're gonna allow his Batman to go into like the DCEU one, as everybody knows right now, as everybody probably knows or probably doesn't know. Ben Affleck and Michael Keaton are coming back as Batmans on the Flash movie. So clearly we're going to have a Flashpoint movie. And uh, I'm very excited to see this. I'm very excited that we're going to get a chance to watch this movie. I mean, to watch, you know, different Batmans. Now, if you give us uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, my head may may explode. It may, it may my mind may, may just, you know, it might do that. It might do it. I don't know. But, um... Um, wow, my, my head is pounding right now. Goodness gracious. But, completely forgot where my train of thought was. But, Robert Pattinson, I don't think he's going to do that. I think they're going to leave this as like an anthology series. Just like Batman Begins. Um, It's not going to be centered around anybody else. It's just going to be a Batman storyline. And that's fine. As long as you, for, as long as somebody now includes the Bat family, it like it's better for me. To me, I think they should they should definitely have the Bat family at some point. You gotta have Robin. You gotta have Batwoman. You gotta have Batgirl. You gotta have you know, fucking uh, Nightwing and all of them. Red Robin and everything. I feel like we don't we haven't gotten Jason Todd in a movie setting. We got Jason Todd in a in a uh, on Titans. By the way, it, just in case, so just for sticking with this, he's supposed to be coming back as the Red Hood for this season. Ooh, we're gonna get a live action Red Hood. I wish it was Jensen Eccles. He deserves that time. He deserves to be um he deserves to be Red Hood at some point because he voiced him during Under the Red Hood. If you don't know who Jason Ec- J- Jensen Eccles is, that's uh, Dean. Winchester from Supernatural, who does a great voice acting job with Red Hood slash Jason Todd. Um, <clears throat> also, we get the Snyder Cut. They gave us a trailer already to the Snyder Cut. What? It already looks better than the original movie. That's the original movie was. It left us with more. To be desired. We're going to be nice about it. We're just, they gave us a little bit more than we needed to be desired for that shit. And uh, yeah. So we need we need to... Uh, I, I definitely want to see a lot more from the movie. I'm hoping... Well, I'm sorry. They're doing a four-part miniseries, by the way. It's supposed to be four one-hour one episodes to this show. Which, to me, is fucking stupid. But uh, And watch. They're going to come out with it episodically. Because it's HBO. So it's going to come out each every week for four weeks. I'm like, why? Why would you do this to us? Why? Why don't don't do this to us? Don't hurt us, please. Don't don't do this. Don't you? Okay, so we do it. Ah, my goodness gracious, my throat is not with me today. So don't remember what I was talking about, but no, no. But DC Fandom did a very good job with their presentation. It was a great job. Finally, we got The Rock talking more and more about Black Adam. Um, so we're going to get a Black Adam movie, finally, at some point in life. Um, the Rock 
okay. And also, we're going to get, um, the, we got another trailer to Wonder Woman 84. I, I, I didn't, I never finished the first one. I know it's going to sound bad, but I never finished the first one. I finished Captain Marvel, but I never finished Wonder Woman the first one. I think I need to do that. But, um, it actually didn't look too bad. Um, you know, uh, Kristen Wiig as Cheetah should be, should be interesting. It will be, it's going to be very interesting. I know she's going to have her little comedic times, but it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to see her in a serious movie because she's not in too many of them. I don't think she's in a serious movie. I think she normally does comedy. So it's going to definitely change the game for her. Like if she can pull this off, she's going to be great. You know, she's already very, very funny. And so her being Cheetah and playing a very dramatic role. Wow. We're going to see what's going, we're going to see what's up. That we say this about a lot of people, like you know Adam Sandler too, playing the serious roles. Uh, even though I was probably in the the camp to where um, uh, Uncut Gems was not that great to me, it wasn't. It wasn't that great to me. It was. It was okay. All right. Should he have won? Should he been an Oscar nominee for it and shit like that? I don't think so. I don't think so. I wasn't. I wasn't a fan of it. I just. I didn't think. I thought Punch Drunk Love was way better than this. But Kristen Wiig is a very talented comedian. Um, she's been on SNL and stuff like that. So I'm very excited. And Bridesmaids, which people tried their hardest to convince me that Bridesmaid was just as good as Step Brothers. And I want to tell them this in the nicest way possible. You are smoking crack. There's n- No. It was a good. It was funny. I ain't gonna get it twisted. Bridesmaids was funny, but Step Brothers funny. It wasn't even Talladega Nights funny. Nah, not at all. Not at all. And we're talking about a full ensemble cast type deal. No, you're. It, it might have been Watson and Holmes. No, I'm playing. It was way better than Watson and Holmes. Everything was better than Watson and Holmes. But you can't sit here and try to tell me that that movie was on par with Step Brothers. I, I, I can't. I can't tell. I, I won't. I won't. I won't allow that. This this blasphemy. It won't happen. That's blasphemy. That's blasphemous shit to say that bridesmaids was on the same boat, the same boat as as Step Brothers. No, you you no. There's no argument. It was it was not that great. It wasn't that great. All right. So you you're welcome for those that want to you know talk about you know oh well bridesmaids on the same same thing as nope nope no no it's not no it's not don't do that. Don't do that. You're gonna get your feelings hurt. Don't do it. So, um, so many things are happening. Goodness gracious, we got sports coming back. We got football coming back on Thursday. We got basketball and playoff full swing right now. Uh, baseball. You know, we starting to want. It was crazy. This is baseball starting to wind. <laughs> We're about to be in playoff mode in baseball very soon, and um. Yeah, and the uh, you know hockey is going on too. Like it feels like things are starting to open back up a little bit here and there. Uh, I know people are still dealing with the COVID, uh, still getting you know there's still a lot of positive tests and things like that. It feels like it's kind of went on the back burner since like now we're about to start ramping up the uh, the political run, the political races and stuff like that. So. Uh, starting my predictions are starting to look right about some shit. So um yeah. Also, um 
yeah, so tomorrow we're talking sports and stuff. I, I definitely want to make sure I preview the football season before the season starts. So I'm definitely going to have sports tomorrow before, you know, Houston Texans and uh, Kansas City Chiefs play each other on Thursday night football. Um, also, anime and video games. Um, I'll, well, I got some DC fandom shit. I got some NBA 2K news. I got some... Uh, there was something else that came that came out. Oh, I haven't gotten I haven't gotten it yet, but I'm gonna get it. Is uh Marvel's Adventures and also uh Tony Hawk Pro Skater one and two, the remaster version. Uh, when all the black kids went out and started getting skateboards and shit, and when we started watching the X Games, there's a five year period where Tony Hawk got oh transcended cultures. All right, where everybody was started skateboarding and doing half pikes and shit like that. I didn't start doing half bikes and shit. I was scared to drop in. But uh, I thought about it. Uh, <laughs> but I'm very excited to be back, man. Um, uh, trust me, there's going to be so much more content coming out. I also got possibly, I got a new idea for another podcast. Uh, it's gonna, I'm going to bring it up here very soon. Um, I just want to work out the kinks and figure out how I want to get it done. Um, so I'll let you guys know about it very, very soon. Um, yeah, so I guess is it for right now, I, even though I've been out for like, what, almost a month, I've watched so much shit, I just can't remember what I've watched so far, uh, so I'll probably be back with another episode of just straight up talking about what I've watched, because I've completely forgot everything, <laughs> because, like I said, man, the chat with Bozeman passing away, really just, it, it, it took me for a loop, man, it, it, that was one of, that this is the first time in a very long time that a celebrity like a, a a person a famous person that I've never met in my life passing away affected me a little bit you know it, it affected me because of the impact that he had for for the world so once again uh I'm going to book in this with Chad Chad with Chadwick Bozeman I want to say once again, thank you, Mr. Bozeman, for all everything you've done, everything you did, and uh, for expiring, hopefully, in the next generation of black thinkers and black creatives. So um, thank you so much for that. So with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to Cruiser Podcast. Um, where you can find the Cruiser Podcast, once again, is on Apple Podcasts. Uh, Spotify, Anchor.fm, all the rest of that cool. Uh, every, pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast, you can find podcast. You, know, you can find the cruising podcast anywhere you can find your podcast needs. It's where you can find the cruising podcast. Goodness gracious, I suck at this. So, <laughs> also where you can find the latest updates of of the show is on Instagram at cruising podcast, which you can see back here if you're watching uh YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, uh, just don't do it backwards. You know, I know, I understand that you might it might look backwards. In, in the eyes, but just just read it. Uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Read it this way. So just helping, helping out, just helping out, guys. Um. So with that, um, and also other uh, on Twitter at Nice Town Finest. So with that, I want to say thank you guys so much for listening to the Cruising Podcast. I'm your host Andrew Cruz. Don't do anything I wouldn't do. And I'll catch you guys tomorrow for straight up football predictions, baby. Deuces.